Hello and welcome to At Home with Ashley G. I'm Ashley Gronwald, a real estate agent, mother of three, living in Raleigh, North Carolina with my husband Jed. I hope you'll join me as we discuss all things that begin in the home, such as family, marriage, faith, parenting, organizing, and plus a sprinkle of real estate. I look forward to building a community with you as we navigate the joys of owning a home and making it our safe haven for our family. Because home is where it all begins. Hi everyone, it's Ashley Gronwald with Hunter Row Real Estate and I have Jade Marion here with me joining me to talk about hair. So I hope this is super fun and just an easy conversation about um, ways to do our hair for special occasions like weddings, um, but also I'm excited to hear maybe some tips and tricks Jade recommends. Um, she always has amazing hair every time I see her and she is um, a preschool teacher at my daughter's preschool and she's actually going to be my son's teacher which I'm super excited about so um, we're really excited to hear what you have to say Jade so tell us a little bit about yourself who you are your kids your family sure yeah thank you so much for having me um, this is my first uh, podcast so <laughs> if my voice is not podcast ready I apologize for that but um, it's a preschool voice so uh, it'll probably be easy to understand. Um, but yeah, I am Jade. I am married as of uh, September. It'll be seven years in September. Um, I have two kids, a five-year-old son who his name is Brooks and a almost four-year-old daughter. Her name is Baylor. Um, so they are very close in age, so it's very busy at this house. But um, but yeah, so we we are just uh, getting through this summer, which has been super busy for me because I am a on-site wedding hairstylist, and which is a very kind of specific job that came about probably. Um, I started my business this month. It'll be seven years that I opened up uh, Jade Marion Hair, and really. Around seven to eight years ago, on-site hair and makeup really wasn't a thing for brides. It just wasn't something that people were uh, aware of or things that were just readily available for them to say like, oh yeah, like I'm getting married. Let's talk about hair and makeup. Let's look at these companies who come to your venue and do your hair and makeup. You know, seven or eight years ago, that wasn't a thing. It was, you went to a salon and you got your hair and your makeup done at the salon. Um, and so it kind of came about and I thought, hey, this is, you know, really fun. I think this is uh, something that I should get into. So that's where I am now. And it's um, been seven years and it's been really fun. That's awesome. And so did it start with maybe doing a couple of friends hair and then it was like, I have a knack at this. I love it. And so I'm going to start a company. How did it go? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it kind of came about like that. It, um, I've always really enjoyed doing hair and I've always kind of known what to do with the hair. I guess I've had like a natural inclination of how to style it, what the easiest ways to do it were, but I never really thought that I could make it a business. I just thought like, hey, like I'm the one that's always going to be braiding people's hair. Like I'm, I'm the one that like I'm gonna have to sit there and braid people's hair all the time. But which I didn't mind doing. But uh, when I was in college, a bunch of my friends and um, who were getting married um, young, they were like, oh, Jade, come do my hair for my wedding. And I was like, oh yeah, that sounds like fun. So I would go and do that. But I just didn't really think that it would become something that was a business until um, me and my husband got married. And I had, you know, done a few friends here and there, and he suggested that I make a website and say, 
I can do hair, you know, I can't cut or color hair. Like I'm not going to do that, but I can style your hair. And at that time I kind of just said, yeah, you're probably right. Cause I don't have anything to lose by just putting it out there. I'm not going to, you know, go crazy with any advertisement right now because it is just very new. It's just kind of trying it out. Um, and so I ended up doing that back in 2014. Um, and it just kind of built from there. I kind of went through times that were hard because I think with, when you start a business, you have to start from the ground up and it is kind of really hard sometimes because you have to start kind of marketing yourself and you have to reach out to different contacts and other vendors and um, people that you don't know. And that was hard for me because you don't want to reach out to someone and then just say flat out no. Like, no, sorry, we already have a preferred hairstylist. Thanks for reaching out. So, you know, during that time, that was not fun. And it was, you know, the feeling of not being wanted or not, you know, oh, they already know somebody who does hair. Like, that hurts my feelings a little bit, but I understand like someone else got there first and someone else has already built a relationship with that right. particular vendor. And I get that. So really the first, you know, year and a half was really tough because I had to just email people, call people, show up at open houses at wedding venues and just be like, Hey, can I give you a business card? <laughs> can I, you know, introduce myself? And you had to build your relationships with these people, which is, was hard. They have no idea who you are. They've never seen your work. You have no weddings to tell them about that you've done so far, <laughs> which is intimidating. It's very intimidating, especially with a few other companies that had popped up and that had become kind of well-known. Mm -hmm. You had to compete with them. And um, so that was hard at first, but looking back now, I am glad that I went through all of that hard time because it really showed how hard I actually had to work to build relationships with people and, you know, make it my own. Like I, I knew this wasn't going to get handed to me and it was just going to be great and easy. It was going to be hard. Building your own business by yourself is really hard. So, yeah, well, I can relate to that because I had to do that when I started real estate over 10 years ago and I hit yeah. the ground running and it, it was hard at the beginning, but so worth it now. And mm -hmm. I have, you just build relationships with people that are your people and they're not going to work with anybody but you. And they're not going to tell anybody, um, you know, about buying or selling a home unless they're going to work with you. Like they're going to be. Right your people. And I'm sure you have that with hair. So, so cool. Those are my first kind of questions was just, how did this get started? How did you get into hair? So that's super cool. One off script question I have just because I tend to follow long after trends. What's the current trend on hair? Is it like short? Is it long? I'm just curious since you're into hair, is it? I would say it's funny that Every wedding I go to, you know, everybody has a Pinterest picture that they're going to show you before it's time to do their hair. And it it's hilarious how many pictures I see over and over and over again. You know, they just, they pull up the same exact picture and I'm like, yeah, I've seen that before. That's, uh, that's the normal, that's the normal updo I see. 
But really for weddings now, the biggest trend that I see over, you know, 50% of the weddings is a low kind of messy updo is what it what the trend is that I've seen and it's you know sitting kind of right at the nape of the neck and you know kind of a bun kind of not just you know very natural looking with pieces around the face that overall every wedding is going to have two or three of those every time so that is the big trend is up yes that that seems like a classic I don't know that you'll regret that hairstyle 20 years from now. So that seems like a good one versus yeah. what they may have done back in the eighties that looking back may have regretted a little bit. So it sounds like you go on site to wherever the wedding venue is going to be, meet the bride and her bridal party if she chooses and you do bride and the party. Yes. So um, normally what we do is, will kind of correspond through messages or emails and through that they'll fill out a contract and on that contract it will say um, a lot of different questions that I add in there like um, where is your venue what is your photographer's name so that way I can get in touch with the photographer and ask for their permission to use their photos and make sure that I'm um, crediting them correctly that's a big deal for me because photographers do a lot of work and they deserve the credit and um and then kind of on that contract it also says you know come with your hair um dry come with your hair either freshly washed or two to three day hair um that's one big thing that um a lot of people get confused is they'll say oh no you have to come with dirty hair everything has to be dirty hair and that is a complete myth it really is because some people come with dirty hair and their hair is so oily and heavy that no amount of dry shampoo is going to help their hair look fresh and bouncy and ready to be styled. There are some people out there who need freshly washed and blow dried hair in order for there to be styling that stays. Mm -hmm. um, I know my personal, uh, one of my best friends who's a makeup artist, her hair cannot be styled unless it is freshly clean and blow dried. It won't hold a curl unless it's not. So it, it really depends. So a lot of times I tell my brides when they're preparing for their wedding day and they're preparing their bridesmaids, I tell them to come with their hair the way that they like it best styled, whether that is day one hair or... <laughs> day two hair but so sometimes it's freshly washed sometimes it's day two to three hair so i need you know the entire bridal party and the mothers of the bride and the bride to prepare their hair accordingly on that day normally um i will have a bridal trial with my bride before the wedding day and that way we try out the hairstyles that she is you know looking at on pinterest or she's envisioning for herself and we make sure that she's comfortable with that style and then we talk about her timeline during that trial period based on how many girls are getting hair done and what time they all have to be in their dresses ready for that photographer to take pictures. Mm -hmm. So on the wedding day when I arrive, I know exactly how many girls I'm doing. I know exactly what the bride wants for her hair. And then um, the bridesmaids just come with an inspiration picture based on either what they want or what their bride has specified that she would like for them to wear. 
So it goes either way. Which sounds awesome. Just one last step to the big day of not having to go to a salon. It's like right there on site, comfortable, relaxed, everybody. That sounds amazing. I love that idea. So one question, have you ever had a bride come with an idea or inspiration for um, what they'd like their hair to look like? And you're like, that won't work for your hair. That's not possible or that you may regret that or do you have those types of conversations or go with what they want so we we definitely have a lot of conversation during the trial because a lot of times what will happen with those like particular situations is the bride will show up with like five different pictures and she'll say i like all of these and they're all different and then we have to kind of take a couple steps back and talk about what do you like about each picture? And usually it's just one thing that they like about the picture. It's usually they say, I just like the way the front looks in this picture, but I don't like anything else. And so we'll say, okay, well, let's take the front from this picture. And now let's look at this picture. What do you like about this one? Oh, I like the back. Okay, let's morph these two together. So a lot of times it takes a lot of um, kind of puzzle putting together of a look before we can even touch the hair because it's a big decision for a lot of brides. Some brides take their hair very seriously. And that's like the one thing that they are so nervous about, about the Mm -hmm. day. Like that's like one of the biggest things that they are just dreading like happening because they're not sure if it's going to turn out exactly how they're picturing it in their minds. Um, I have done trials before where they decide, oh, I really want to do this updo with this center part. It's so chic looking like I, I love this, but they wear a side part all the time. Yeah. So we, you know, I, I talk to them about it and I say, okay, yeah, it's beautiful. Like, yeah, she looks beautiful with this center part. Have you ever had a center part before? And of course the answer is no, but it looks great on her. I agree. Yes, absolutely. We'll try it. Let me put your hair in a center part and I'm going to have you look at it. And you know, nine times out of 10, they're like, Oh wow. I look weird. I don't look like myself and that's okay. I, I talk to them a lot about, you know, before you just jump into an idea, let's take baby steps because sometimes something that looks great on Pinterest, is not going to look great on you. And I try to encourage my brides to just, manage their expectations sometimes because Pinterest is a great thing to look at, but it's also a very dangerous and a disappointing thing to look at Mm -hmm. because most of the brides and bridesmaids that are modeling updos and hairstyles on Pinterest, they have on wigs, they have on hair extensions, and most of the time they're all blonde. So it's going to look very different. A blonde updo with lots of curls is going to show so much dimension and so much you know, movement in the hair. And if you are a dark brunette and you choose that style, it's not going to look the same. And that's okay. If it's not, you just need to manage your expectations for that specific look on yourself. So we have had um, some situations where we've done a style and it just didn't turn out the way that they pictured themselves. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of backtracked and we've started again until it's perfect. So I think the biggest thing with those kind of situations is a lot of conversation has to happen before the styling begins. Yeah, that's so good. I love the one thing you said, just what's popular now is like a low, messy, natural 
bunish style type of thing. And mainly just because the natural piece of it, because I think looking back, you know, your makeup could be so different than what you do on a regular basis. And your hair could be so different that you don't look like yourself. You might look like a supermodel, but that's not, it doesn't really right. you know, make you look like you on your day. So I think that's good, even advice that to try and be as natural and close to yourself as you can. But I'm curious, like for me, I wear my hair down 95% of the time, but in my wedding, I had it up, which you would, I mean, a lot of times you see hair up. Do you ever recommend like doing what you normally do with it? Um, sometimes if it depends on the bride's personality, sometimes certain brides are very attached to how they look on an everyday basis. And then you have the exact opposite where you have a bride who says, I just want to look so fancy. I want to look, I want to look different. I want to look like a different than my everyday. And I think both are great. Um, I, I do encourage people not to go so far outside your comfort zone so that it even looks strange to yourself or right. it looks strange to your fiance because they're used to seeing you a certain way yeah. and there's nothing wrong with getting a little bit fancier on your wedding day for sure and taking advantage of that day to just be so you know beautiful and have your hair have so much more volume and you know picking a beautiful style that you like um but you know, like you said, going really overboard with lots of makeup or lots of, you know, tons of hairspray and just looking like you've been painted on with hairspray and makeup sometimes can be a little bit jarring for uh, even yourself and for your fiance. Um, but I do think it just depends on the personality. Sometimes I've had personalities who, you know, they wear their hair down and curly all the time and that's exactly what they wanted. For their yeah. wedding day they just didn't want to do it themselves yeah and so i think it goes either way you can have yeah. either ones decide so i know you said you don't color and you don't cut you're just more styling yes but i'm curious for all of the everyday people that are listening trying to make their hair look nice on a regular basis you're like i said yours always looks stunning um <laughs> no pressure to make it always look like that just it's <laughs> It just always looks like that. Um, are there things that you would, that you tell your best girlfriends or tips that you tell people to how you keep your hair the way you do or what you recommend to people? Just like the tip of not everybody's has great styling hair when it's five days dirty. Like that doesn't work. That's a great tip that yeah. maybe not everybody knows. Anything like that that you'd share? Yeah, I, I definitely think. Like I said, you know, don't believe everybody when they say your hair has to be dirty in order for it to be styled. Um, you have to get to know your hair. You have to get to know how your hair kind of goes through your week, how oily it gets every day, when it needs that product, when it needs that wash. And once you kind of get an idea of what routine your hair needs to go through, you'll be able to style your hair easier because you're not going to be fighting hair that's too greasy to style and you're not going to be, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's everybody's preference. So for me, I can go about four days without washing my hair and it will, won't get greasy. And I've trained my hair to do that by going through washes, like mm. by waiting a very long time before washes. And 
sometimes you have to do that, which is a, it's a hard process. Or definitely if that's not your thing and you're like, I can't stand it, like I'm not gonna be able to like let my hair get oily so it can be trained to not be washed, that's fine. I do think if your hair is on the softer side and your hair does get oily easily, but you still wanna be able to style it and you still wanna have the volume and you want to be able to do braids and have it look nice and thick. I would definitely invest in a lot of texture products and that would be um, texturizing sprays and texturizing powders. Now that are those are my two pretty much like secret weapons that I use in my kit on everybody's head. I will not do an updo or anything without using those two products. Um, and those kind of things you can find anywhere. You can find them at Target, you can find them at the drugstore, you can find them at Walmart. There's a lot of different brands, but I do really enjoy the particular brand that they sell at Target that is a Kristen S brand. And their texturizing powder and texturizing sprays are wonderful and those just give you the ability of having a lot more volume in your hair if it is finer and it collects oil quicker it can help your hair to be volumized and to hold styles and hold curls and hold braids and it can really kind of last your hair through washes very well um, so that's kind of pretty much my biggest trick that I tell a lot of my friends is if they're having a hard time with their hair staying in styles or their bobby pins are just sliding straight out, texturizing powder and spray is going to help hold everything in your hair. Very cool. Never heard of those, never used them. So those that might be really cool to try. That's awesome. The other question I had was for you, I'm sure you've seen a million different updos and hairstyles for weddings and some of them you personally love? Is there one that is your go-to favorite other than the low messy bun? Yeah, I I really enjoy when I get to do a certain amount of styled shoots sometimes for venues and venues and planners and things like that. They like to do those things in the off season to get marketing shots done and to kind of have an outlet for their creativity and mm -hmm. to pick a certain style and get to do that. And a lot of times they submit those for magazines or blogs or things like that. And that's kind of their time to do a little bit of marketing. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times at style shoots, they kind of give us a lot of flexibility to just choose a hairstyle that kind of matches the vibe that's going on at the style. Mm -hmm. So I have really enjoyed doing like, um, mermaid kind of boho braids. Those are super fun for me. And it's just basically it just looks like this massive intertwined braid that's full of volume and twists and turns and curls. And it's really fun. What's funny about it is it is honestly one of the easiest hairstyles ever, even though it looks like the most complicated. Wow. Like it is one of those styles that I could do a tutorial on and people could do it very easily. And it, but it's, but it looks really complicated. So it's like, what are the best ones? It's like, I want to look fancy without working too hard. This is one you need to do. That's awesome. So cool. I'll have to look some of those up. Now, 
the you know the bride needs to be the center focus so the bridesmaids and the mother of the bride none of them can take away the spotlight so are you kind of working with them that they complement rather than steal the show when you're helping all of them yes yes i um i kind of talk to the bride sometimes at her trial especially and i ask first and foremost are you going to let the bridesmaids choose their own hairstyle because some brides say yes, and then some brides say, oh, no, 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 I want them to do this exact hairstyle every single one. Mm -hmm. So it depends on the bride's personality and how much she you know, wants everything to either look uniform or she just wants everybody to have their flexibility and not feel like they have you know, a rule or anything like that. But I have ran into the problem of um, certain bridesmaids choosing very complicated hairstyles or very... Uh, similar hairstyles to the bride and I go ahead and I let the bride know at the trial that I will be the one to be the bad guy for her because I don't have to live with these people and I don't know these people and you know they're not my close friends I'm not gonna see them after this and I know the bride is and it's kind of awkward, you know, for a bride to walk up to one of her bridesmaids and be like, hey, sorry, you know, that hairstyle is kind of like mine. Could you choose something else? And I mean, that's hard for a bride because some brides, they just, they're people pleasers. They don't want to cause any conflict. They don't want to upset anyone or make them choose something that they don't like. So I go ahead and tell my brides like, you know what, I'm going to police the, you know, the styles. And if one of the girls chooses a hairstyle that looks kind of like yours, I'm going to usher her in a direction that is away from your style so that I will be the one to frustrate her. If she wants to be frustrated with me, that's fine, but I'm not going to get you involved. And that's usually very helpful for them. And they usually are very appreciative of that because it's just one less stressor for them that they didn't make someone mad or they're not having to diffuse an argument because on a wedding day, there's so many different arguments that pop up just because people are stressed out and people are tired and people want things to be perfect. And I try to ease that away from the bride a lot because there's too much for them going on already. So I can be the bad guy that day. That's so helpful. And then what about just the bride who thinks she, she just wants to do it herself the day of, how would you steer them? You're talking to your best friend. She's thinking about just doing her hair herself. What would you, how would you sell her on the idea of, no, you probably want to have somebody do that for you? I would say for sure you are going to be so stressed and busy that morning. And that will be the one day that your hair doesn't cooperate with you. I will tell you because I, I got married right before I started my business and I definitely could have done my own hair, but I chose not to because of that reason. Yeah. Because I knew that that morning I would be so nervous and I would be so stressed out that that would be the day for some reason my hair wouldn't curl or everything just went wrong or the timeline got cut short because something went wrong. We had to go change something. It's just one less thing that you have to worry about for yourself. And if you know that someone else has that sole responsibility, you can just take that off your list for a little while, which just helps with your stress levels, I think. And I think being pampered like that day is a fun thing to relax and have somebody else do that for you. And what do you do to keep this hair 
in place for a wedding, a crazy dancing reception, heat? What do you do to, to instill that it's not going to go too far from where you left it? Yeah. So a lot of times, which this has been one of my big things lately that I have seen um, certain family members have chosen to get their hair done at a salon to save time. And then they show up at the venue where I'm doing the rest of the bridal party and they end up asking me to redo their hair. It is because they have gotten their hair done and it's gotten hairsprayed so much that it looks like it's cemented onto their heads and it, it just looks crunchy and it also looks frizzy because they didn't quite brush it through before they sprayed. And so a lot of times it's, it's been the hairspray that's kind of messed up the hair and made it look bad. And so, like I mentioned before with the texture powder and the texture sprays, the before I prep kind of the hair to start curling, I will go through the roots of everybody's hair and spray texture powder in their roots and kind of massage it in. And it gives it kind of a chalky feel in your roots, but you don't see anything. There's no kind of residue that's left on your hair. There's no crunchy look or hairspray look, but it gives the hair a massive amount of hold so that your hair stays volumized and you're up to all day long without it looking like I've shellacked it down. And it also can be kind of pumped onto your curls and kind of massaged through them as well. And it also doesn't give your hair that crunchy look. It just gives it hold. So a lot of times I really focus on texture spray with any kind of style that I do for brides to have maximum hold. And then really at the very end, I do a light sheen of hairspray to finish everything off without going overboard with it. Because once you put too much in, it's really hard to take it out unless you just have to brush it through. And then you're just brushing all of your products right through the hair. Yeah. Um, and also, if you put too much hairspray, it does give it a shine, which if it's sunny outside and your photographer's taking pictures, your hair is going to reflect off the sun, yeah. which is going to look very shiny and very obvious that your hair is loaded down with hairspray. So I, I really like to stick with my texture products because it just keeps the hair looking natural and soft and pretty much like it doesn't have any product in it which is the idea. Yeah. A natural, more just down to earth look versus yeah. a very overdone hair. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This is awesome. I wish I would have known a little bit more prior to getting married myself, but how can people best get in touch with you? Um, so normally the best way to get in touch with me is either through my website, which is um, www.jademarionhair.org. Um, and there's a contact uh, tab on my website that you can just um, fill out that contact information and it'll send me an email. And um, it also has my pricing on there, my gallery, and it also has my Instagram linked to my website, which is at Jade Marion here um, on Instagram. And you can also message me through there if that's easier for you too. Um, but my Instagram is definitely my most um, up-to-date pictures of recent weddings that I've done and recent work and things like that. Um, but either one of those places is a perfect way to get in touch with me. I check my email 
um, multiple times a day. I usually try to email back within 24 hours just to stay on top of it. Um, but I will say right now is very busy with everybody's rescheduled COVID weddings. It yeah. is very busy this summer into December. Um, and 2022 is already half booked. So if you are getting married in 2022, I would definitely start looking at all of your vendors because we are, we are under fire with all of the emails and um, rebookings. So just know that your wedding vendors are working hard because there's a lot of rescheduling. But if you are really looking for a lot of great wedding vendors, I would look sooner rather than later. It's never too early to look at right now. So that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and your expertise. And I hope that lots of people listening can take away something from this that will help them with their own hair. So thank you so much. And I'll look forward to seeing everybody next week. Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jade. See you. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. And if you connected with something that was said, I hope you will share this with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for sharing this journey with me at home, where it all begins.